Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of The Greatest Show on Tuesday Night. It's the virtual talk show for married men. It's the married men don't talk show. We bring you the best in discussion topics that deals with marriage from a male's point of view, and tonight is no different. My name is P-Town, and I'm your host for the evening. Few rules, few rules, few rules. Everybody knows them. We just got to lay it out there. Um, No cursing. Respect each other's thoughts. And it's okay to agree to disagree. And uh, for anybody new, you can just talk in. You can just add in. It's anonymous. You don't have to give your name. You just jump in when you can jump in. Also, uh, you can always go to our website at www.householdstress.com at any time to listen to any of our past shows to see or see what's next um, for household stress. And right now we're doing big things and we're going big places. So. You want to get caught up on what we're doing right now. Um, Our topic tonight, did I marry the perfect wife or did I marry the right wife? This topic tonight is a tough topic to discuss. Let me tell you why. Because what determines or how do we define the perfect wife? So you know what I had to go do. If I was going to ask the question to you, I need to go look up what perfect means. So I went to the Webster's Dictionary, and um, they got a a whole lot of different uh, definitions for it. Conforming absolutely to the uh, the description or the definition of the ideal type. Um, That's one definition. And then the next definition is exactly fitting the need in a certain situation or for a certain purpose. Does our wife meet a certain purpose in our life that make her the perfect wife? Or entirely without any flaws, defects, or shortcomings. That's big, fellas. That's big, especially when you put perfect wife to it. So, In order to get it started, let me ask you this. What makes the perfect wife to you? I'll put it out there to the audience. Anybody? <laughs> what makes the perfect wife to you? I, you, you had to say this is the perfect wife when you were growing up. You had to know exactly who the perfect wife was. What was the perfect? What's the perfect wife? The perfect wife, would, I would say, is an educated woman. Education okay. is important. Someone that uh, takes pride in their appearance. Uh, appearance. Someone that is 
Yeah, she has to take pride in her appearance. Um, and uh, she has to be very, uh, let's say, uh, promiscuous or open-minded in the uh, bedroom. And mm-hmm. know how to and know how to conduct herself in this, uh, you know, in public, you know, very business-minded setting. So he said, uh, "A lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, is, that is the ebonic uh, <laughs> translation for it. <laughs> wow, and that's it. Yeah. I, ne- I always said I never want to. Ha- I want any woman I marry. I never want to have a, a woman that when I came home, you see your kids outside playing with no, you know, without any shoes on their feet or something like that, and the mom is out. You know, oftentimes you see that in like um, some urban or rural rural communities, and that's 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 always been like a no no for me. But the kids is outside playing with a dirty shirt on. I'm not a fan mm. of that at all. Well, I've said this many times on, on this show. The perfect wife, in my mind to me, is Janet Jackson. <laughs> Why is she perfect? Why is she perfect? Huh? Why is she perfect? It, it, just like my man said, she has the appearance. Right? She looks, she's fine or whatever. Since Penny, she's been fine. <laughs> she has the smarts. She's been in movies. She knows how to conduct business. She's her own business owner. She has the moves because she sings about it and does the moves in a song, so you know it's going to pop when we get in that room. Are you sure about that? She has the appearance, the facial. <laughs> you and you know what? Yeah, it might be a setup. You know, but, but see, nah, that's good, though, Rodney. Because that's where we want to say the perfect white is who we think from the outside. We haven't met this person yet. Probably won't. So, 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 my imagine, you know, the perfect wife is an imagination. At least to me, in my opinion, it's not a real person. It's a created person. I could be wrong, but you know. But that's what it is to me. Let me propose this to you, man. The perfect wife is actually an ever-changing production of where you are as the man in life. Ooh. Wow, that's deep. That's good. Think about it. Think about it. Because when you start throwing adjectives of how she looks and what she can do, that might be important to you because it to you represents some kind of level of completion, whereas somebody else, half, most, maybe all of the things that you use as a checklist are meaningless. Mm-hmm. Why do I need you to be a balanced book, businesswoman, smart? If I'm already financially independent, I'm looking for a wife that helps take care of me at home. Mm-hmm. I don't need your balance books. I got accountants. <laughs> I don't you know, there's people like that. Like, I need somebody I can trust. I ain't trying to have no domesticated aunt your mama, you know, but I need somebody that's, 
not talking about I need my own career, I need my own space, and there are women out there like that. Mm. So that what you're saying now mm-hmm. is that you want to narrow the scope. Don't narrow your scope. Of, I'm, of I'm is when you start looking at your definition of, hmm, let me start throwing a checklist of the woman I'm looking for, what you're really saying is these are the things that I value for where I'm at in life. And when you start, I'll give you a prime example of how this can change. Somebody that's 300 pounds, low self-esteem, may look and say, I want a certain type of person. Same person drops down to 170, has a new outlook on life, bleached teeth, clear skin, I'm not squeezing in the pants. All of a sudden, now they start looking at other people who they didn't even consider physically. Everything's mm. now changed. They don't want somebody who can tell stories about the history of hostess. <laughs> I'm being, hey, I'm being a for sure brother, man. Hey, you talking? You talking real? That that's true. That's true. Uh, and you know why? Because all of a sudden, the girls who didn't used to look at him or her, we're talking guys to him. Now all of a sudden, you know, are showing interest because he showed interest in himself. So now, so wait a minute. I don't have to settle for. You know, just anybody. I'm not saying if you if you assert the weight, it's going low on the totem pole. You understand what I'm saying? Because some some brothers are just, you know, they're like the opposite of themselves. Same same with women. But you start changing your outlook on who you like and what you were looking for, based on where you at. Hmm. Based on where you are. So so a region could be. Wait. Can I can I can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. What I was going to say was, with, with that, like like the brother just said, um, now I'm not sure if I heard it correctly, but is it wrong? Are you saying it's wrong to like for a person to jot down to make a list of what it is that you're looking for? I think that is is really helpful. I tell young people all the time nowadays that you know, as far as like looking for your perfect mate, I think it's important that you sometimes write it down to know what it is that you are looking for, so that you're not just out there looking um, like ambiguously at Every woman, you know what I mean? Because when you when you when you don't write it down or have an idea of what it is that you're looking for, you tend to settle for anything. Like you know, this person just fits the situation that you're in right now. But if you if you if you take a, um, like a, an educated approach to it and just like you know, like I said, jot everything down, whether it's um, being supportive and some of the qualities that you want to have within a woman, when you see that person, you'll recognize who she is when. You, because you, you have it written down. That makes perfect sense, bro, except I would have to disagree with you on two places. When you say that, I'm going to write it down so I can be on the on the proactive, so I know what I'm looking for. It makes the assumption that you've had enough experiences dealing with personalities, types, and all of the variables that you can now select from all of the choices out there and what you want. Well, reality is we know you can start meeting people who got combinations of qualities you didn't even think of or even heard of. The second thing is 
when you start to um, when you start to lay down, you know, certain qualities of who I'm looking for and what I'm looking at, you're also assuming that you're going to see everything that that person has to offer up front, or at least they already are fully, you know, developed in terms of their personality. When the other reality is you're talking about chemical reactions. This personality traits that that woman you ain't going to know about and she ain't going to know about, but they'll only come out because you and her are now together. Prime example, my wife went into the pageantry world about five, six years ago. I had no idea. I wasn't looking for no pageant wife. She never had a clue that she was even interested in it. Left, right, left, right, in life, boom. She's all of a sudden in the galaxy. <laughs> it, stuff happens. I could have said, oh, I'm looking for me to have somebody that's a pageant wife and I need this. I had no idea that was the, I wouldn't even known to look for something like that. Hmm. And aren't the pageant what? wives, you know, those folks that, you know, get involved in pageants, aren't they? Aren't they rated on some element of perfection? A lot are, man. You know, I, I'm not. I don't want to monopolize the conversation, Rob. But just real, real quick, my wife, and this is all on her website. She was sexually abused as a teenager by somebody who was her mom's second cousin. This man's still a preacher somewhere down in North Carolina. Wow. She was looking to work for the young girls in her school. You know, we started a group called Queendom. You know, she went to some, you know, hoke and joke pageant out in Pennsylvania, you know, Miss Christian International, little small thing, five people in it, you know, just as the final way to promote her platform working with girls. That's it. She wasn't chasing crowns. She wasn't trying to be on the Oxygen Network with all that nonsense. And then before she knew it, she was like, you know, this isn't bad. This is a way for me to promote working with the girls, and, you know, we bring them out there. And she just happened to do well. You know, she just happened to do well. One Miss Marilyn Garrisley, 09, finished first runner-up. She ain't have all the clothes and all that other stuff. But, you know, she discovered her personality out of just making a few left and right turns. I didn't know about it. She surely didn't know about it in terms of her, but it changed her life. Basically, my point is you would have never seen that coming. And I'm sure you guys have similar stories of things you see in your wives. You would have never seen it coming. You are glad to have it, but you could have never put it on the checklist because you wouldn't even have thought that that was something that she could have, you know, produced. Mm. You're right. You're right. I mean, the, the, there's some things that come with the package, every package. Yes, but uh, And that's good because um, I'm glad this, this conversation is going right where I wanted to go because um, I wrote down a list. Sure. I wrote down a list when I was young. I did. I did what one man said. I, I wrote down what I was looking for. I wrote down how many I hit. You know, I kept a record of that stuff. I was, <laughs> call me, call me, uh, trifling what? But it, it was. I needed to know at that time. Um, but here's here's a couple of things I want to go over on my list, and then if you want to add to it or you want to take away from it. But at at the time when I was younger, the perfect wife to me was that she was beautiful at sight. Not only to me, 
But to every guy around me, I wanted to find a chick on my arm. You know what I mean? Um, I wanted everybody to be like, boy, look at what Trees got. That was the perfect beauty. Was that on everybody's list? No. Hello? Yeah. So Mike. the next one, so the next one was smarts. I was looking for somebody who was smart. Probably smarter than me. Uh-oh, somebody has a, a, a TV on in the back. Can they cut the mute the TV because it makes noise on the on the call. Um, smarts. We're looking at, you know, I wanted somebody who was smart. Then I wanted somebody who was educated because there's a difference. You got common sense smarts, and then I wanted somebody who, college degree, educated, going to have Basically, what I was looking for, the perfect wife, was a doctor or a lawyer. Real talk. Um, flawless body. We all heard the song. We all heard those Commodores. Everybody wanted that 36, 24, 36 brick house with no flaws on it, no marks, no inks, no dents, perfect bottom. When you smack it, it just go back, and it comes right back to you just like it was a basketball bouncing off the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, raised right. I wanted a person that was raised right. Somebody said it before, freak in the bedroom, lady in the streets. I wanted a woman that was down for whatever. If we was like, we got to move, if we want to, you know, we're going to ride, let's go. I don't want any back talk. Um a woman that said yes to anything that I said. Through trust. I got you. Yes. No, you don't want that. No, you definitely don't want that. Yeah, that's a pushover. Hey, hey, but but look, I mean this was at the time this we talked when said. I was in the you know, in the eighteen to early twenties, this is what I thought I wanted. And never nag, never gets on my nerves. If you get a yes person, then they gonna never nag till you get on your nerves. You ain't gonna find a woman that don't nag. But that's the perfect woman. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Oh, you talking about? We talking like, about the perfect woman. Talking about designing like the perfect. Woman. I, I see what you're saying. Okay. I'm designing the perfect woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, is my list realistic? Uh, if you could shop at IKEA, they <laughs> 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 might build you one. <laughs> hey, you know we building the perfect wife here. So, is, is, is beauty on everybody's list? Nobody has any talks about beauty. Yeah, you know, beauty is relative. You, you, you know, what I mean, everybody, you know, beauty eye beholder. But you sure don't want somebody where nobody's looking at. <laughs> If I'm wrong, is you the only person looking at your wife? Really? But on the flip side, do you want someone that's a head turner? I mean, that literally, 
I mean, everybody is tripping over themselves, looking at and gawking at. Is that what you want? No. <laughs> Come on, man. Not. Come on, Why man. Not? Why not? That's that's not true. The I mean, reason yeah. why I say it. The reason why I say that you don't want that, I mean, like, life is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I mean, of course, nobody wants just some butt-ugly woman, but when you got a woman that's, oh, she just got it going on in every, I mean, you know, you you just inviting disrespect and, yo, know, man, what you looking at, what you say to my, you know what I'm saying, all the time, and it's, you know, no, it no, nobody you wants gym, that. Though, It'll keep you in the gym, though, dog. It'll keep you in the gym. It'll keep you trying. <laughs> uh oh! It keeps you in the gym. Somebody says it'll keep you on your toes. Yeah. As I, a man, I mean, it keeps you on your toes. Keep you on top of your game. Yes, sir. Yeah, I ain't big as you either. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, but that that's important because women come in all shapes and sizes. Right. So what's perfect to me is in a shape may not be perfect to you. And somebody said it earlier, there's a man out there for that 300-pound woman. There's there's men out there that like larger women. Then there's like men out there that like younger women. And and there's even men who's particular about shade of color, type of hair that the lady wears. Why are we so picky for the perfect woman when it comes to beauty? Because, you know, man, you can fall in love with the shell. You know, you try to design the shell to look a certain way. You know, but the reality is almost everything that you have in life that people value, the real, the people who understand the real value always look under the hood. If you a car collector, hey, great, you got a 68 Chevy, nice. Let's see what you got under the hood. You a houseman, great, three-bed, two-bath, condo, nice. Let's see the baseboards. Let's see the floor joints. I want to see what you got under the structure because that's what's most important. No different than a woman. Mm-hmm. That stuff ain't going to be around at the 60th wedding anniversary. That's going to be that antique leak. Look. <laughs> hey, that gets that gets that other license plate, that antique license plate. This is how she used to look. Fine. Um, Can I say much? this? Yes, sir. You know how I know. You know how I know that I was supposed to marry my wife because she was nothing like the woman that I wanted. Ooh. Amen. She was not, I mean, like, I mean, like as far as like you know, physically, what I was used to having, she was, she was none of that. Okay, so speak on that, bro. What, what attracted you to your wife if she didn't possess, as you say, any of the physical checklists that you used to measure woman by? Because she was not what I wanted; she was what I needed, and I had to, I had to, I had to learn that. You see what I'm saying? I was attracted to her physically, but she wasn't, you know, on the, the checklist that we have. She was not, you know, physically. She was really none of that. It was still, I was still attracted to her. But the reason why I knew that I was supposed to marry her was something else in me that was attracting me. It was that magnet that was 
her, and it really was nothing physical. That was on my list. Mm. But she just topped every other woman I ever dated in my life. And I knew at that point, I said, this is the woman I'm supposed to marry because it's, it's, it's you know, it's not, um, it's like God was laughing at my plans, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. see what I'm saying? And and that's how I knew, man. Would you go so far as to say spirits were connected? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. So your spirit man may have been attracted where your physical man wasn't really understanding what was going on. Right. I said, did you know? Did you know instantly? Did I know instantly? No, I didn't know instantly. Um, it, it took a while. You know, of course, I was in my little denial stage and was like, nah. It's like I just knew. You know, it's, 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 the further we, you know, the more we spent time together and the sacrifices she was making to come see me because we're in two different cities and. The thing she taught me, you know, it, it, it just it just dawned on me like this: the woman that you need. Let me, let me ask you this, brother. Okay. And this might be a monkey wrench for, for some of y'all, um, but did your wife know that she was the perfect woman for you? Hmm. Uh, I, I guess she did. She married me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did she articulate? You know, maybe she saw the twinkling in your eye. But at some point, did she communicate or articulate, like, you know I'm the one for you, right? Or or anything along that line, did she articulate that at all? You know, it's funny, man, and, and to kind of uh, take your monkey wrench and flip it over to the other side, my mm-hmm. wife said that she knew that she was supposed to marry me after I did something real stupid, and she forgave me. She knew at that point, okay, if I still love this man after this, then that, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be with. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was deep. Yeah. So she essentially said, you know, I mean, there's so many words or phrases or situations like, yeah, I'm the one for you. I'm the perfect woman for you. Yeah. <laughs> Good words. Good words. Good words. So she, uh, but why is it that um, do we think the same when we we're going through the courting stage and um, we start dating this, this this lady? I mean, some of us got to think back a little bit further than others. Um, that after doing all the courting and understanding who this person was and communicating with this person, that this was the right person for you. This was the perfect person for you. Not the right, but the perfect person. This is what you actually thought you were always looking for. I know I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to get married, dog. No lie. Why, Why not? Now, Why not? My, I, I'm my only child, man. So the whole idea of you know sociability and you know, I ain't the loner walking down the street mumbling to herself, but <laughs> the whole I just never grew up with that. So my idea when I when I came to Baltimore was with Morgan grad school, I was just gonna be single and have dinner dates. That was really my plan. 
And um Because she put it on you. Yeah, well no, no. no. <laughs> My wife made straight apostolic church, man. That's that's how she was. So, you know, she was taught and um I think she had, what happened was she was a friend of the dude I was rooming with in the little place in Morgan. So she came by and uh and she asked me something like, You wanna go to church? Like, yeah, you are want you wanna go out for dinner or something? So we ended up going, you know, place, and I show up at her church, and you know, they start looking at you apostolic churches, man. After like they've seen you three or four times, like, yeah, hey, what's your intentions, brother? Oh God! Mm-hmm. And I never, I'm, I tell people to this day, I really can't track a course from the time frame. I asked her to marry me. I don't even remember asking her, man. I just remember we was 4.30 on August 5th, 2005, and here we are standing at a church with four people. It just went that fast. Like, it was six months. It was just like, you know, we just kind of gelled together, and we just started moving down this path. I look at it further and further now, and I really see it as, you know, this was God directing me down a path. I would have been too stupid to go on my own. I wouldn't. I would have been solo my whole life probably because I didn't know how to, to, you know, look. I wasn't even thinking in that dimension. I knew no one that was married in my family. It's not, not even a thought. And you can't do it. You don't know. So your parents, you grew up with a single mom? Single mom. Dad had I don't know how many out there, man. You know, her, uh, it was just after really one while, it was just me and my mom. We all got cousins. In this world, but I didn't have any. She had no brothers or sisters. I'm my only child. All her family passed away pretty much. So by the time 1990, I'm 16. It's just me and her. So you didn't think you needed a wife, perfect or otherwise? Nah, really. You know, you you, you want to be a beautiful woman, but I ain't, I know I ain't gonna end up with Maury Povich. But at the <laughs> same time, I'm not thinking, oh man, I need to. I need to find me a good woman and settle down and have some kids. I'm just like, hey, you want to go hang out? All right, catch you later. <laughs> just had no clue. I did, I wasn't brought up the way I wish I would have been or how if we have kids that I plan on doing with mine. You miss something when you solo, man. You miss something when you're raised by just your mother. Mm. I talk to all the time. I, you, a woman cannot teach a boy how to become a man. Just like mm. I couldn't teach no girl how to become a woman. I can we can read the books together. But she ain't gonna wanna talk to me when her period hit. I what am I gonna tell her? I don't know what it feel like. Just like no boy wanna talk to his mama about, oh, I done had my first erection orgasm. I think it's broke. I don't know. He ain't talking to your mama about that. He ain't gonna <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up, so if you don't have a man in your life, you gonna start coming to your own conclusions. Same thing with the women, coming to your own conclusions because you didn't have a man to direct you. So, that's so why you see a lot of these females don't know how a man should treat them because they never had a man in their lives to show them this is how it should be done. You got a lot of boys out here; they grown males, they're not men. They don't know mm-hmm. what to do as far as treating a woman. You know, so they, because they didn't have it on the other side of a man teaching. Anyway. 
Good words, good words, good words. <clears throat> well, we, we talked about it a little earlier. The yes woman. Why why is the yes woman not the perfect wife? A woman that says yes to everything that you say. That or, is is she, is, is, or is she the perfect wife? <laughs> Somebody that, is. that is the perfect wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to disagree someday. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Tell us why it's the perfect wife, wife brother. Could you imagine? Could you, any of you imagine? Any of you married men imagine? <laughs> <laughs> if your parents said yes to everything that you asked, yes, could you imagine how easy a life would, how much easier life would be? How much grander life would be? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I, I want to argue with you. You can't. But nope. I can't. <laughs> the man card will not let you argue. But oh, I can't. The married man can argue with me on this one. There's no way. I, I look at any man that any married man that can argue with me. I look at him with skepticism because it's like, <laughs> who? What married man wouldn't want that? But listen, the yes woman is not making you better as a better nope. husband. It's not making you a better man. Nope. Isn't it? Nope. Is there any argue. growth with the yes woman? I want to argue with you there, too, but I won't. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> I, I joined late, but, but I want I, you know, just to say I want to ask a question. What, what what kind of what's the difference or what what separates a yes woman from a submissive woman? Hmm. A yes woman from a submissive woman. You, you, under, you understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And exactly what you think. I think a submissive woman. There are certain things that you know you can do, and certain things you know you can't do. A yes woman, you can do whatever you want. Down for whatever. Down for whatever. I agree with you, bro. She ain't gonna make you grow. You can't you can't grow with nothing that don't I ain't saying you need no confrontational WWF check that connects to you. But you need somebody to counter you in order to grow. Mm. Good words. Think yeah, I think you gotta have that challenge. Yeah, I would if you lift the weight, you can't grow with somebody who's constantly kicking the weight up off your chest every time you bring it down. You'll never do nothing. You got to push through some kind of struggle in order to grow. You grow through the pain of it. She ain't going to like everything you say, vice versa, but work it out. A yes one will scare me. Yeah, I I don't want no yes woman either, but you're talking perfect woman. Perfect woman. Do you want to at least say yes sometimes? <laughs> yeah, he, she gotta say yes sometimes, but that's the challenge. I mean, you know. Oh man, look, man. Some of y'all to tell me no. I'm speaking purely physical when I'm talking. Oh yes, woman. <laughs> yeah, but I, that, that's what I was gonna say is that would you want a woman that you know every time you wanted to get down she said yes? Not no, Rodney. Yes, Rodney. Huh? He said, yes. "Somebody say yes." What if yes. you had a woman that? A wife that if you wanted to bring, uh, you wanted to buy a harness that hooks up in the ceiling. <laughs> that's remote. 
know what I'm saying? You know, it's got the infrared joint on it, the shortwave remote control, waterproof, waterproof remote control. You know, y'all could just get crazy in that joint. And she says yes. Because nine times out of ten, you know, your wife will be like, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, we're not going to get for a second. Like, hold up. You, you, ain't, you ain't, you okay with electric harness? Really? I don't think that. I don't think that I don't think that we actually married her. Uh oh. I mean, that, that's a side piece, right? Yeah, that's a definite step off. But don't we want the wife to be there too? Yeah, but but it's got to be limitations, I think. Well, we want the wife. Answer, the electric we, harness. Hold on. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, the stripper pole. You know, we 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 still trying to get that in there. I'm talking hold about on, the Tom. Tom, you said that we want a freak in the bedroom. Yes. And a lady yeah. in the street. Yeah. So it doesn't a freak in the bedroom, anything goes? No. Once that door shut? With a wife. Not with your wife. No. Not with the wife? No. Not with the wife. Your wife can the be perfect free. wife. Your, your wife can still be Yeah, he's talking about the perfect wife. He's talking about the perfect wife, the wife that doesn't have any limitations. Right, exactly. But some people. Yes, woman. That's a yes, woman. Right now, that's not the perfect wife. Well, in my mind, it is. If she don't have any limitations, that means anybody can hit. No. Yeah, not if she's your wife. Well, you, hey, what? well. What? What'd you say? You don't say no to that. Wait a minute. Don't say no to anybody else. Don't get it twisted. Unless it's a female, man. All you got to do is tell one friend that you got a wife with no limitations. Mm. They're going to be Why you tell a friend that? Why would you tell a friend that? I'm just trying well, to tell you, man. Some next things week. you can't keep to yourself. No, you won't. Man, some things you better keep to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. But you know what? One thing that we're talking about in this is that you, you're right. You're right. You got to have limitations. You either got to have, you know, limitations with the perfect wife. Because the perfect wife can walk right out of your life. You need no limitations. I mean, I mean, I mean, you said, you said, woman in the street freaking a bit. Mm-hmm. When you say freak in the bed, your wife can still be your freak in the bed. You know what I'm saying? But when you start talking about freak, you got to understand what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, because it could be mean a whole lot of different things. You know, she may do anything you ask her to do. But when you say, well, let me bring another woman home, she'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to be your freak. But now we ain't getting that freaky. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So there's certain limitations. She, you may not want that. You may want certain things. That the next guy may think is mild. Well, the perfect wife is a yes wife, then that's what you want. I don't know. Right? I mean, who agreed that the perfect wife is a yes wife anyway? Who agreed with that? I agree. Hey. It says yes in the bed. Yes in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes in the bed. Yeah. I, I ain't talking about conversation, all that other stuff, argument, talking about finding. I'm talking about strictly sex. Yes, every, yes, every time. Yes to whatever you want to do and how you want to do it Every and how you want to do it. Perfect wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Never says yes. no sex. No. She's going to make you wonder one time, man. She's like, all right, so look, I got six water bottles tied around your neck. I got you dressed up as Gina from Martin Show. And you ain't got a problem with none of this, even though I got a Pikachu tail tied to you with all the windows open. No. <laughs> like, hold up, man. Who you been with? <laughs> you know, my ass. Who you been trying to mess with? Wow. 
Wow. But with that, you know, with this perfect wife, we're still on the perfect wife, that flawless body, 36, 24, 36, if during the marriage she goes 36, 20, 28, 42, does that, does that now become a problem with the perfect wife? Because yeah, that's a big problem. No pun intended. Well, 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 well <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna disagree one more time. I'm gonna disagree one more time, and the only reason why I am is because we are talking about a wife, not a girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah, that might be a problem. To see if me replace your wife. I think at a certain point you learn to love her body, just the way that it is. You know what I'm saying? And like some people say, you know, the, the wife says, uh, I got to lose a little weight. And husband's like, nah, I like it like that. Okay, but what is there a certain cutoff on that, bro? Cause let's it say, is. Yeah, I mean, we both went to the gym. I met you with brick bodies. Okay, you had two children, our kids there. But you don't went from 140 to 258. And you sitting there kind of shrugging your shoulders over it. You know, sex life is like a plummet. You ain't ain't nothing fitting. She walk around. So at what point, you were like, look, this is now threatening the stability of our marriage because I married somebody who is now different. Well, do you have a point? I do agree with that part. I mean, you can't just lose control of it. <laughs> you can't lose control of let the wheel go and just drive all off the road. <laughs> Because you're going to crash into the tree. You can't do that. There ain't no coming back from that. To some men, there are men out there that this is a showstopper. To most men, it's a showstopper. Well, I'll say that I think that you can get, you know, some men can feel that way to a certain point, but I think that you know, T Hawk said it earlier that, you know, you learn to love her and especially after she has your children, you you come to appreciate her body more. So you may have said, um, you know, back in the day, like, girl, you better not get to be a size fourteen or whatever the number is and then after she has a couple of your kids, guess where she's at? Hey, she shopping you know in what? the fourteen section. Hey, hey, Kim Brian. Can we stop blaming it on the kids? If we all say after they have a couple of kids, there's some women that have kids that be right back in the gym right after they have kids. Uh, you oh, are correct. Women, you can't even tell that they had kids. Yeah, but that's not, but that, brother, that's not all women. All women can't. I mean, some women, you're, you're absolutely right, can just jump back in there, and it look like they ain't never had a child. But that's not all women's bodies are not like that. You know, some so some, some, some women some. have trouble. They got to be in the gym, but they don't lose it as fast. But what I'm saying is, you're right. You're right. Some, but some work. Some work at it, and some don't. Just like men, some yeah. work at it, some don't. I mean, at the end of the day, you still have to control that because you know that someone else is expecting you to remain, you know, the way that you were, or as close as to it as possible. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. one thing to try. There's another thing where you didn't took on this. You know, uh, honey boo boo mentality is. Oh, I'm just gonna let it roll. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that 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 just won't sit well for some people. Well, 
actually probably for a lot. I think from what I've seen, you get the guys, these are the guys who now, I ain't divorcing my wife, but you don't look at it in terms of a great relationship. You start using phrases like ball and chain and, oh, my God, I got to go home and see what see what she want to rang about. And, you know, they're quicker to go to the strip club and reminisce. Yeah, I mean, I think it. I think it opens up the door, and you know, we don't really talk about it because we love them. But it opens up the door for a lot of uh, uh, unwarranted activity. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, and now you're really looking harder at Sally at work. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you, you you can't help yourself. You're like, man, I remember when my wife was built like that. Well, well, well T. can I drop a monkey wrench right on the backside of what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, man. How you been? Drop it. Make a sound. And we, <laughs> and, <laughs> and we, you know, could tie it back to the topic. And I'll throw this question, you know, on the backside of T Hawk's comment, tie it back to the topic and throw it out to the group. Um, what about plastic surgery? You know, when mm. I think I think that brother, uh, the host mentioned Janet Jackson. Now we know that Janet. Um, has she had, had several procedures. Up. I mean, she's had some procedures. So, no. whereas you look at... No, no, what? Who's saying no? You don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. Huh? Yeah, you don't, you don't mess up his memory. You know Latoya done been over to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Janet, I mean, those breasts on hers... Yeah, you know, she, you know, she come might on, have picked Robbie, up a little bit on. of something, something. They're not. They're not. Come on. They're not. I, I'm, I don't mean to burst anybody's bubble, pun intended, right. you know, but hey, she's had some work done. She's always had some work done. Okay, all right. If, if y'all she's had the nose done. She's had the cheeks done. She's done. Thank you. Well, we know that. Well, let's stay, let's stay on that, Mr. Host, because, and that's back to my question. You know, you talk about building the perfect wife. What do y'all think about plastic surgery with going in and, and fixing the nose, fixing the lips, fixing the hips, fixing the tits? You know, what do y'all feel about plastic surgery when it comes to you building the perfect wife? Is it cool for her to go mm-hmm. under the knife to be the perfect wife? Man, I'm rhyming all over the place. Well, tonight. let me ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> but, you're, but, you know, you're right because you got to remember, that's what that's what's happening today. Everybody's trying to build the perfect body or, or face. You know, I mean, that's what's in now. You know, they're getting rid of how what their mother and their father gave them. So that everybody's not doing that. There's a certain group that's doing that. Everybody's not doing that. But, yeah, but it's the man that's paying for it. Majority of the time, it say starts again. because the man was building his perfect wife. It's but like, listen, yeah. you know. listen, listen. You say that again. Who's paying for it? The man. Okay, so if the man is paying for it, what would you think the man would rather do? Pay for that or to sit and watch the woman take her hands off the wheel and drive the car to the south <laughs> Oh. But this is who he married. I don't care if he married uh, on the date. Some men are dating and they, still, and they still pay for the plastic surgery. Yeah, but this, this man had a checklist when he was young. He married a woman that was right for him. However, he built her into the perfect wife. Hmm. He, he built he, he her into what he He made her. So yeah. she he mm-hmm. saw some potential in her. It's like, yeah, we're going to fix that. We're going to tighten that. And then, you know, but, I mean, it, it comes at some point where some men and women get addicted to that. They're like, well, I need to go get this touched up. And exactly. This, you know, it's like not. it never ends. It's like never, it's never the last procedure. 
I mean, then I you mean, go, yeah. I mean, you you have a wife. Let's just say somebody has a wife that doesn't have big boobs. Yeah. And the husband says, "For your birthday, I'm gonna get you a boob job." Is she gonna be offended? I will be your birthday. I will be upset, fellas. I will be upset. She's not gonna be offended because guess what? Now she's walking around with big boobs. Yeah, I will be upset. What if your woman said for your birthday, you know, I was thinking about getting you penis enhancement surgery.
<laughs> so, I mean, to get about a boob job, you got to come already packaged up for me. We know you don't even like lingerie and negligence. I'm just trying you to just tell like you, man. I'm birthday a, suit with no makeup. No makeup. <laughs> I mean, I'll do lipstick. <laughs> lipstick is fine. But, but again, again, see, for me, I've had bad experiences with women in makeup. <laughs> because, you mean you've know you had bad experiences because, when the makeup come off. Exactly. Because right. exactly. now I'm looking, and you look fine. You know what I'm saying? And then the next day, I'm like, Ooh. and the makeup can make you look like a different skin tone. Bro, mm-hmm. makeup and good lighting will fool you. I'm trying to tell you. So oh, I always look God. for the woman that didn't wear no makeup and still was fine. Because they do exist. You know what I'm saying? And and, mm-hmm. and again, that because that next morning, especially let's just say you meet somebody in a dark nightclub. Oh. <laughs> you dream oh. the next day. And they sound, got all the characteristics like he's speaking from, from experience. Oh. <laughs> I'm speaking from painful experience right now. Oh, God. you make me think back to I went to Penn State, man, on a little a weekend visit. Oh, tell me about it. oh man, he was nice. No, I happened to seeing this girl just just happened to see her on the Penn State campus. Random say, I'm like, hold up, I did not see all of the hair follicles on her legs. <laughs> that is absolutely Wolverine X Men disgusting. <laughs> oh God! Oh boy, Monique, that. Yeah, and y'all y'all gotta be careful with that, you know, because. Especially but nowadays, it, you end up taking her back, and y'all be sword oh. fighting. Oh, but yeah, oh. but <laughs> Some of y'all get that tomorrow. Some of y'all get that tomorrow. But you know what? But you looked at one thing in that appearance, which, which you thought was the perfect woman, and when when you got a closer look, when they cut the lights on, you were mm-hmm. fooled. Mm-hmm. And that brings up another point here at 10 o'clock in, in, um, in the evening here, is that are you fooled by the representative? You know, because women can present themselves as perfect. Mm. And then once you get to know them, you find out that they uh, um, they really aren't. They got some luggage that they, that they, they carry. Baggage, baggage. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, um, you're saying in a physical sense as perfect or in a all-around sense? Perfect. I'm saying just all around. I'm talking about we put all that we talked about together, mm-hmm. and it's good, and it's good. Mm-hmm. And then um, you pop the question, and then next thing you know, here comes the luggage, the baggage. That's that second part of the marriage vows that aren't as sexy, and you can write your own vows, but you can't get around it. That's the or worse. Or poor. Yeah, not the for better, not the richer. It's the or worse or poor. Because life will teach you that anything that you come across had to have something that got it to that point. And usually it's a combination of good things, bad things, and other things. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care who you're looking at. Yeah, I saw one of the uh, women off of um, Victoria's Secret who was just talking about, you know, the dark side, the ugly side of the, the business. He's like, you know, I really just won a genetic lottery. 
you know, that, that's pretty much it because there's females here who, you know, you know, she said, without this makeup, this I'm not what you see on the stage. This is a creation of seven, eight professionals who do their work. This is not me. You know, I'm, I don't look like this, you know, on in the regular day. And you can find that when you look at, you know, just just type in celebrities without makeup on Google. <laughs> you know, look, look at these people. Look, look at you know Beyonce and and Wendy Williams and all these people with no makeup, man. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. But and, and that's and, makeup artist makes millions. Yeah, makeup, hair, that. nails, sure. Because Beyonce just did her her um documentary. I don't know if anybody saw it, but she mm-hmm. did a couple you of watching shots. That? <laughs> you were watching that, bro? I mean, I watched it with my wife. I mean, but she did a couple shots. I had to watch it with the wife and kids, so I understand yeah, what you're going yeah. through. <laughs> right, she did a couple shots y'all. with no makeup. Mm-hmm. And how she yeah. looked? How was she, she looking? She looked all right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She, I mean, she, she fine. I mean, it's what it is. It ain't no mistake. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's some few that there's no mistakes. But that, you know, there ain't no mistake. That, she's all in. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm talking about. You know, but that, she... It's a rarity, just like my brother was saying. Mm-hmm. That makeup, though, is, is beyond just physical. You know, that is, is people wear makeup with things beyond just the, the face. They put makeup on, you know, how their confidence is. And when mm. they get closed doors, you know, they take their makeup off, and, you know, I'm not really as confident as, you know, I, I, people perceive me to be. Or they're not really as sure of themselves as people perceive them to be. And that makeup starts coming off, then it's when you start getting into the heart of who you really have. It's not that it's an aha moment, but, you know, and you, you know, because this thing is that, you know, you presented to the world is this is how I am, but it's a different thing when you can go home solo than when you go home to somebody who sees you. You know, that, that, that cover starts to come off of who you really present to the world and who you really are and where your weaknesses are. Yeah, and even more so, you know, you talk about, you know, makeup, but even the clothes that, you know, a particular woman can wear, that they could, because they dress real snazzy, it can make them cuter where you, you take them home and they got, like, sweats and a T-shirt on. You're like, you ain't that cute. Uh-oh. Like, the like the outfit kind of, you know, it's like, ah, that's a cool outfit. I mean, it, it kind of dresses her up more along with the makeup, whereas you take all of that down. You know, un- and you literally unmask her. It's like, whoa. whoa. Oh, what? Well, well, well. Let me throw a monkey wrench out. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. And 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 just to what you said, Ronnie. You know what I mean? The the she may have on the jeans and t-shirt, and and she may not look, you know, mm-hmm. good in the jeans and t-shirt, which we know a lot of women do. Um, is it to your benefit? To be shallow when looking for a wife? Yes. <laughs> that, that, you're getting right where we're supposed to be, man. You, Is it to your benefit to look for that dime piece as a requirement? That can look good in a baseball cap? That can walk out the house with, 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 a, with a rag on and still be fine, hair and a ponytail? Yeah, because you're looking at the external appearance of that body, you know. But you you get ready to go where we need to go, where we need to start looking internally about this person. I just want to know. I I didn't get nobody answer the question, though. 
I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait till we go internal. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, is it is it to our benefit up front to be a little shallow on the appearance? I say yes, but we're gonna wait till somebody else says. I, I think shallow is a um. I think shallow is kind of a rough term, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, everybody know what they like. You know what I'm saying? And you have to take into consideration, you know, that, you know, you're going to wake up to this morning, this this woman every morning for the rest of your life. And, you know, you have to, there has to be, there has to be some sort of physical attraction there. Yeah. So I, I don't, but listen, listen, if she's fine, you physically attracted. Forget about everything else you talk about. If she's fine, nine times out of ten, you physically attracted to her. Right, exactly. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So you're saying, so... When I mean the term being shallow, you know, you may have a girl that's got great quality, but she don't look good in jeans and a T-shirt. You know what I mean? She's she's limited to what she can wear outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Some she got to be in a full business suit with the pearls and the, the, the stilettos and so going, to, exactly. going to stay for it. Some right. women only look good that way. They have the dress down clothes. You'd be like, honey, put on a skirt, please. Do something. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 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 should we be a little shy? I mean, I mean, think about this. If you got a woman that is lacking in appearance, at some point you're going to be out in public with her, and then you're going to be looking at something that you should have done. I mean, I could be wrong, but, but that's, you know. T-Hawk, that's a setup, man. That's a okay. setup right there because, I mean, you got to strike a balance. I mean, you you, sure. you don't want to go with the with the dog just because she's nice and, you know, you guys have great conversation. But, you know, that, that chick, you ever had the, the, the aunt or the cousin where you see a picture from back in the day? You're like, that she looked good back in the day. And that shit looks totally different. So that can change. And then you stuck. You stuck, you know. So you gotta strike the balance, man. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, how many people show a genuine interest in somebody, and what looked like or what started off as a physical Passover ended up taking that kind of genuine interest in them and blossomed into something else? And you know why? That's because that the the inner beauty started to peek out. And see what the host was talking about earlier, and I know he's going to go into this, but, you know, we only see when you see a woman that you don't know, that you have, you know, that have no knowledge of, all you see is the exterior, period. You right. see her hair, you see her, her makeup or no makeup, you see her, you know, stilettos or sneakers or whatever, sweatpants. But you don't get into the inner beauty until you start to know her. Right. So, I mean, that's what you, you say you're not initially. I mean, she's cool, but then when the inner beauty starts to come out, it's like, wow, you, you know, you, you really are right. And you, you know? can't bring out inner beauty with exterior words. Actually, you can't bring it out. Somebody's inner beauty is only going to grow because of how you are with your inner self to them. Mm-hmm. You just, you just, you can't, somebody got low self-esteem, you can't make enough trips to the plastic surgeon 
to make them feel great about themselves because the issue is internal. Mm. Mm. That's good. That's it. That's it. But let's keep on that low self-esteem. Um, you 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 start to learn this person, but you you understand, you find out that this person really is doing this is is putting this mask this makeup on because of her self esteem image. Mm-hmm. Is that now? Does that now perfect w- a woman or perfect wife of yours that you you are falling in love with, and you find out that she has low self esteem? Does she now? get kicked to the curb because of her low self-esteem, or is that something that is a challenge for you? You take a, take on as a challenge and say, I'm going to help her build her self-esteem. Because mm-hmm. a lot of men will walk out. Yeah, you're saying yeah. something yeah. now, brother, yeah. because yeah. You, you, there, there are some women, and you talk about going to Safeway, <laughs> some women can't go to Safeway without putting on a full face of makeup. <laughs> or the gym. Mm-hmm. Or the gym. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like they just got to run out and get some milk or some eggs. And they're literally putting on a full face of makeup. Is that right. is that? Um, are we talking about married women? Sure. Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. Married okay. women so, and single women. So so mm-hmm. if if your wife and I'm not saying your wife. Sure. I'm saying if your wife is that woman, mm. is there some low self esteem going on in the marriage? Hmm. Hmm. There's an underlying issue, probably, that in the marriage. I mean, if she in the marriage. feels as though to go to Safeway or to the gym, she's got to put a full face on. Because mm. isn't she supposed to be putting that face on for you? I mean, after it's all said and done. You know what I mean? Who cares what she looks like other than her husband? Mm-mm. Well, you're talking now. You see what I'm saying? You know, yeah. If you are up to leave because the person now is starting to show their weaknesses, and you're like, oh, this is not what I signed up for. I'm ready to leave. Self-esteem issues. It could be really that the person who's ready to leave has a self-esteem issue because since the other person is not matching up to what they thought, they can't handle it. They don't have anything to bring them up to speed. So now the marriage is exposed as a farce. Wow, Ooh. that's heavy. Ooh. That's heavy. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah, heavy. but it's true. It's true. True. Think, yeah, think I, I all think the marriages to be over in three months. Yeah. You know, yeah. the reconcilable <laughs> differences. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, because I mean, because who is supposed to? Who is supposed to have that role as far as making them feel comfortable in their own skin outside of them? You know, I mean, obviously she's got to have some self-esteem, but. Right. Who's got to make them feel, you know, like I love you regardless, the makeup or not? Yeah, but see, a lot of women can just be conditioned that way. They don't even need the makeup, and they still put it on. Yeah. Like you don't even need it. So you could be giving them the compliments, telling them what they need to hear, but it it could be some deeper stuff there. You know, their mm-hmm. mama always did that, and that's what they were taught. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to break some of them habits. <clears throat> there it is, it's man. Hard. You get to it. It's hard, but it's doable if you willing to put the work in to nurture and do that as a man. Yeah. But if you like, oh, you missed number fourteen on my checklist. I'm out. What is that really saying as a man or as the adult male? 
Well, that means he's uh, you know, if it's not his way or the highway, then yeah. he feels like you know. I mean, you. you it's you, not you, what he wants. It's all about him. Mm-hmm. You know, I use the word shallow, um, but I use it in the beginning when selecting. But I think that you have to lose that when you're in it already. You can't be oh, yeah. that shallow in marriage at all. You got to be mm. totally different. So you can be shallow prior to marriage, but once you say I do, you gotta let it go. It's like it's like it's like it's like it's like going to the car dealership and you buying Mercedes Benz, right? Used or new Benz. Brand new. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you having this 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 car and you ordering this car. And you want this uh this midnight blue. Mm-hmm. Right? And they tell you that the midnight blue is not gonna be available till next year. And you say, All right, well, what can I get now? What's available now? Right. Right, now you got a silver one. It's nice. But you really want that midnight blue. Same features? Same features? Just a different color. Mm, they may have thrown in another. Part. They may have thrown in another feature for your inconvenience. The moon roof in the back, just because we can't get you the color we want. Let me give you zero percent, or whatever the case may be. Right. You still spend a lot of money. If you have a car note, it's going to be a hefty car note. And at the end of the day, when you see that next year, you see your neighbor got that blue. Mm, mm, Looking across mm. the street like, man, that's that blue I wanted. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You wasn't shallow to say, nah, I want that blue. I ain't. I'll wait till next year. And I think that could be the same way with picking a, a, a mate. You may get a mate and everything is good, but your eyes will wander because it's something that's different than what you actually want. Well, there's a lot of guys that like to trade in. And te- or or just go out and test drive and do cars for no reason. What yeah, but if you got that blue that you always wanted, what you trading in for? Now you washing the car every week. Now you spending the money on the maintenance. You get that silver, you can be like, yeah, people can't tell silver's really dirty. You can't tell when silver's dirty. I ain't got to wash it this week. So 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 let me let me try to help add some texture to what you're saying. Are you saying that? We're kind of settling for the imperfect wife. I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> he said he went for the Mercedes. He said he went for the top of the line. Okay. He went for the Mercedes. Okay. Now, he didn't no, go I'm for just saying, I'm just checking. I'm, I'm just saying the there there are issues that come that 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 arise later on mm-hmm. when men start to wander, and oh, maybe yeah. because initially we didn't wait. Initially, we didn't get what we really wanted. We said, you know, and I hate to equate the wife to the car, but I'm just, you know, for scenario purposes. But we did something different. But the feelings of what you wanted are still there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, I got one for y'all. Internal wife. Internal wife. Um, internal perfect wife. We already talked about the external. You're bringing this lady, you, you, you know, you're going to this lady's pad, and you and you walk into the pad, and you're scared to sit down. Why? She has 
because the house is dirty. <laughs> that is some brother's pet peeve. Is that is that another check off the list? Oh, well, she's not a clean person. She could be a great person. She could be doing everything outside the home, perfect, mm-hmm. and may not have time to clean a home. But you see this for you know first appearance, first everything. Is that something that goes through your mind? Sure. Say, well, she doesn't know how to clean now. How she clean for me? Sure. Because this came up in our Sunday conversation. This came up in our Sunday conversation where you had a military man who married another woman, and they still married. But and it is his and it is his right wife. But the thing was is that he wanted the house clean. Well, she kept saying the house is clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the area of communication for him to teach her what he means instead of telling Exactly. And that's a no-no. <clears throat> but he would get frustrated right. because he didn't think the house was clean and it was causing conflict. Mm. Yeah, that that's the working part of the marriage. You know, that's the... And the immature partners say, I expect to have this, this, and this done off of my list, and I'll fulfill your list. And it never works like that. It, it's going, it could very well be something that you need to do in terms of her self-esteem in order for her to be healed or de- delivered or removed from something that will help her become that person. But simply giving orders won't get you there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I agree right. with you too. And that's why when you say, you know, you have to teach them how you want it clean, it can be problematic. Uh oh. Be problematic because then she's still a grown woman. You say, well, you know, in the military, you know, we got on the t- we got down with the toothbrush and got in the cracks. Try telling my wife that. You go upside your head with that toothbrush. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I wake up with the toothbrush in my ear. You know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is, but you know, so it's a that's a delicate thing. At some point, you have to say, okay, I'm going to change my standards of what I feel is good. So you mean lower your standards? I don't want to say lower. I'm just going to say change. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, think about it. How many times have you cleaned your house as a man, or you went clean, you know? And to you, it's clean. Mm-hmm. And then fifteen mm-hmm. minutes later, she in there cleaning up behind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that happened in my house. Oh, I, I quit. Cause to her, it ain't clean. <clears throat> I quit. I sit on the couch the whole time. I'm like. I, I, <laughs> I darn near don't even make the bed no more because, you know, she come right behind me and, and straighten it up. And, it dry, it, and you know, I married a wife. Well, see, but you know what? And, and, and I got a great example for this. <clears throat> One of my problems growing up was that I had that father who was the military who had, to this day, uses that toothbrush to clean the bathroom. <clears throat> Where And he came from a family who cleaned. My grandmother, my dad's mother, that's all, that's what she did. 
She cleaned houses all her life. So they have, he has he's learned a particular way of cleaning. Then he went to the army and they enhanced that cleaning. <laughs> Where my mom came from a household of educators who may have newspapers because they read newspapers. The house is clean, but it's not as spotless. But it's not trifling either. Right. It's not trifling, but then you right. still have a conflict because the head of household, who's my dad, who wants it a certain way. And, and he could probably, point. right, and the way he trained me and my sister was that way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then you have a mom who, who's just like her mother, who's always in, doing a lot of community service outside of the home, doing a lot of things and don't have time to clean the home. So, you know, halfway through my life, she had to end up getting, you know, a, 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 a weekend made to go back and clean better than how she would clean. Let me, let me, let me. By my dad's needs. But let, it, it, let, it, let me, let me it time happens. you out there. Let me, let me time yeah. you out and, 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 and throw out a monkey wrench right on what you're saying there. Talking about the perfect wife and giving your example. Is if 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 a woman, if a wife has to hire a maid or a cook or a nanny, can we still say that she's the perfect wife? If 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 the maid, the chef, the nanny or whatever to help her, can she still be considered the perfect the perfect wife when she has all this assistance? Yeah, man, she's a great delegator. <laughs> hey, that's a skill, brother. That's a skill set. Oh my! Yeah, I need that. I, hey, listen, that's, that's, I need that person, that wife, because that that keeps my wife in business. Mm. You know, but the funny thing is, thinking about this call, that's how I am with my wife. My wife grew up; her father and her mother her owned their cleaning service. They, they they clean, you know. And my wife is now just like you said, she goes right behind me to the point where I had to force her to get started her own cleaning business. I'm like, you gonna clean this much. Right. You should do it for a living. You should do this for a living. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Where I came from I, I took the portion like I knew my dad cleaning. Because that's how I still clean the bathrooms. But the rest of the house I'm straightening up, I'm making sure the bed's tight, you know, that 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 quarter got to bounce off the bed. I'm teaching my kids that. But it's frustrating because my wife comes right behind me and, and still cleans up. So it's like, well, I'm teaching the kids one way. She's trying to teach the kids another way. We have, it's, a, it's a conflict of interest somewhere in here. So I'm just going to step my step my way back. But I ended up marrying the right wife because I married just like, I don't know. I'm following suit with my my parents, how my parents got married. I don't know. if It just came to my mind, like, wow, you know what? I'm in the same scenario my parents were in. Mm. Didn't even think of it that way till just now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how does that work for you? It works great now. She does her own business. So now that I put myself out there, and 
I can sit on the couch and don't have to worry about cleaning, just have to hear a fuss every once in a while, I'm good. <laughs> well, 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 let me ask you this question. How did it work for your father? It didn't. Hmm. That was one of the reasons why he rolled out. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was it because wow. he didn't he didn't he he refused to compromise? Yeah. I mean, now if you go to his new house, where you know, with my um, stepmom, house always spotless. So he got to it. the point. But guess what? To the point now, she had to get a maid to keep it spotless. Wow. So, you know, to keep it the way he wants it. That, that was just his rule. That, hey, so, it is what it is. So a man will hold on to his personal values, even if it kills the marriage. Mm. That's, that's what my dad did. Yeah. There, there's uh, men, that's why I said there's men out there that will hold on to some things because that's the way they were brought up. And they know no difference. That's like what you just said now is just like saying my wife put on weight because of the baby. Wow. Not a valid excuse. Not mm-hmm. not, not for that. I'm just saying that the way I brought the way I was brought up can't be a valid excuse in going into a, a new marriage as a grown man. It just can't. That dog don't hunt. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Because you're not you didn't marry the person that that brought you up. You married somebody that was brought up differently. You know, and that's the one thing I had to learn. I had to figure out exactly what happened in my wife's house. Because that affects my I couldn't say, well, you know, this is how my parents did it, so this is how we gonna do it. Mhm. You know. Words. There it is. Hmm. Go ahead, Mr. Hope. No, oh, well, I was. I'm sorry. There was some static. I was trying to fix the static. Okay. I don't, I don't know where the static came from, but. Uh, on now. Um, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a person. Just protect your phone. Um, but yeah, what about uh, that internal person that uh, we all run into? Beautiful woman has a nice, nice home, everything, and then you you get close, and she hands you that bill, says, "I need a little help," and come to find out, come to find out. That credit is shot. <laughs> she just likes to spend. I mean, it's an addiction. She has an addiction of spending. Does that now reduce her from being the perfect wife because she has an addiction? Because spending can be an addiction. I have. I had it sometime myself too. I mean, possibly. I mean, just like your your dad. I mean, for each man, is something different. You know, each that 
Shopaholic could be a, a deal breaker for some dudes. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, but it's also a situation, too, though, where, you know I mean, you dating her, she fly all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time you see her, she is put together well and fly, and that attracts you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, and, and, and you're not thinking about the price that it costs. At that point, you 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 appreciate the different flavors and the nice shoes that she's got on and Every day she's smelling different, good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She don't care, you know, she's trying to eat at the nicest restaurant. You know, and then and it's like that that attracts you to. She's got some style. But that's at a cost. It's at a cost. What if she's spending the money on you? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Buying you suits and stuff. You know how you like suits, Mr. Host. Oh, man. She called me today and says, you know, when you get ready to go out, I'm getting ready to hook you up. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. But listen, that's enough with the perfect wife. I, I can't stand the perfect wife no more. <laughs> so with all that said on the perfect wife, we we now know that we we have to literally build it would take a computer to build the perfect person. Mm-hmm. With that said, what makes the right wife? I think that the brother said it earlier. It's all about the inner beauty. Yes, they have to be attracted. You know, we have to be physically attracted to them. Don't get me wrong. But what makes her the right wife? is the inner the inner qualities that you can't you can't see you know until you actually spend some time because now y'all know some bad chicks that um you get to know them and they just terrible i mean it's like you might you know i mean you might smash but i mean it's nothing it's nothing long term you know what i mean mhm but, but yeah. at the same token, you know, that it, it, it's all about the inequality because if you, you're you picking someone um, that you're planning to spend the rest of your life with, it has to be somebody that you, um, you have like interests, you know, like-minded um, on other levels other than the physical. Because we know being old married men that, you know, the physical piece is really not that much. You know, when you actually sit down and look at how much time is spent, you know, just on the physical, there's so many other things that she has to bring to the table, you know, on a weekly, on a daily and weekly basis that, I mean, that that's that's really important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My right wife is, is, is that person who, doesn't have my back, but has all of me. And what I mean by that is is that uh, she's going to tell me when I'm wrong. She's going to tell me when I'm right. She's going to make sure that the kids are, are, are properly taken care of and that, you know, she takes a little pressure off of me 
on a daily basis by doing her part. Mm. So, so what, let me let me let me drop a monkey wrench on the backside of what you're saying. No, <clears throat> no, no, it ain't a monkey wrench. I ain't going in a different direction. I'm gonna just add to what he's saying. Okay, go ahead. Because what you're talking about is that it's more affection than perfection. That's right. You got it. And that's when you move away from this perfect wife that you you know you can't even build with a computer. You can attempt, but what you're just talking about, like she tells you when you when you're right, when you're wrong. She encourages you. She's there to you know nurture the children. You're talking about affection over perfection. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's right. <clears throat> I'm talking about that affection because that's what a man needs. That's what completes a man. Have you, have you ever watched Jerry Maguire? Famous, they, you know, everybody knows the, the famous saying in there is that you complete me. The right wife completes me. It fills in those loopholes and those gaps that I'm having trouble filling in myself. I don't know everything, but she gives me, I might see only one side of the coin, but she's going to tell me the other side of the coin. Then we're going to be able to figure out which which way direction to go. And she allowed me to make that direction for us. Um, when I'm down, she's going to lift me up. You know? When I'm hungry, she's going to feed me. When my drawers start getting holes in them, she's going to make sure they they, they <laughs> fall away. Too. And your and, only socks, too. Yeah, and, and make sure I got some new socks. You know, she's going she's gonna to make sure that um, the toothpaste is always full, that there's toothpaste in the house and stuff like that. Those things that we take granted of, or we know we can do it ourselves, but we got so much other things going on, she got our back doing that. And then when you need loving, she's going to be there to love you. And when you need some, she's going to be there to give to you. I got something. All right, go ahead. And I was hoping Rodney didn't drop it. <laughs> go ahead. That's why um, I was telling you don't do it. And, uh, Mr. Tarpley, is it time? It's time. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> he knows it's time. How do you know when God sent you a wife? Mm. <laughs> well, my case is different than everybody else's. I was on a I was I was on a bad pattern. I found myself going on a bad pattern, uh, and I found myself going to the school I didn't really want to go to. And I saw I found myself having, to me, seeing my future. And in that future, I saw this lady, and this lady was now my wife. And I saw all the other craziness I was doing around her, and that didn't push her away. So I still had to do my thing to get her. 
but I, I, I got what I felt that God gave to me. Okay. And 20 years later, 15 of it married, going 16, it is a greatest relationship. So you believe that he is behind the meeting of you and her? Look back to the beginning. 100, 100% because everything that's happened, I mean, I can see, I can visualize it and see it. When we were going through trouble, he put our kids in the place where we got to the church that we are now. Okay. He also got us. And when this is when we were going to trouble, we weren't going to church at the time. We were away from the church. But it took my daughter to put us where we are without her even knowing about what arguments and all that was. But then once we got more in the church, we got more involved. I found myself getting stronger once I got to the church. took her a little bit longer, but that was that's the way it was supposed to be. I was supposed to get myself fixed first, and then she's supposed to get herself. We tried to do it at the same time, but it didn't work. And so I know this was God felt. And everything we we pray and ask for, we've done. Now we're getting to the point where we just talked about a couple of weeks ago, start, we need to start praying together. That's what's missing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We pray. We She on that side of the bed and we on this side, and we're silent. We're praying to ourselves to God. Mm-hmm. But And we pray at the table. We, we eat together as a family. But we never sit beside each other on the same side of the bed on our knees, holding hands, and, and just praying together to God. But but, but maybe I didn't, because um, I think... Let me re-ask this question. Yeah, re-ask the question. Maybe I said it wrong. Do you believe that God gave you this wife? Yes. Like something that he's given you a vision, something that he's given you a ministry, something that he's given you that you know it could only have come from him by the way that it went down. Yep. That you had nothing to do. Your rap had nothing to do. Whatever it is, whatever it is that you 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 know credit that you had, you had nothing to do. It came directly as a gift from God. And I'm throwing it out to anybody, to anybody. Because when you know, you know. Yeah, you know. Because he going to put you through some stress. That's how I had to know, because he threw me some stress at the beginning. Sure. But it made me a better man. Anybody else? But, I mean, God is perfection. You know, he does, he does all things well. Does anybody disagree with that? No. Don't disagree at all. When it comes to, you know, the the wife that you end up saying, you know, I, I, I do too. Um, was she perfect and right? If that's possible, I mean, and, and we don't mean the the Webster's definition of the word perfect, um, but I guess 
the word I want to use is complimentary of you. And as you said, uh, Mr. Host, is that, you know, where you're weak, she kind of fills in the gaps and makes you a better man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really saying something to, our, to, to, to literally acknowledge that you're not this big, strong man, and you don't. It, it's some things that you. It's some areas that you're weak in, that your wife helps you. Mm-hmm. So did God give you your perfect compliment? And whether you think that means perfect, whether that means uh, right, or however you want to spin that, you know, no. because He gave me the right one. He didn't give me the perfect one because the perfect one was what I imagined. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, God mm-hmm. gave me the right one. That's the difference. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of men get married. They go through, and, and they marry what they feel is the perfect. But then when they find out, they start doing their own things, hanging out at night, and they end up getting divorced. But then they might wait a while, their lives change, and then they marry the right person this time. Because they got married for the wrong reasons the first time. Mm. Mm. How how do you separate when you find your wife? How do you separate or find someone that you're attracted to to the point of get, wanting to get married? How do you separate from your wants and God's needs? For you? Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I had to get a clearance. I got my clearance. Yeah, he was trying to be quiet over there. Come on, man. Wow. Oh. You have to repeat that. Repeat that for the girl. I think that went over some people's heads there. The question is, when you find your wife, how do you separate how do you make sense of and how do you separate what you want versus what God needs for you to have? Mm-hmm. To say that that's, your, that's the wife for you. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't. You don't. What? Okay. Because if it's up to you, you're biased in what you want. So how are you really going to separate what you want and what you need to have? You're biased. Yeah, but God also says uh, be thankful for what he's given you. Sure. So hold on. So hold on. But I I don't want you to miss what I'm asking. So you do get married, right? Or we have gotten married. Most of us on the phone, I think all of us on the phone have gotten married. So at some point, we've made the decision that what we heard was God and it wasn't our own one. So at some point we did make that decision. Yes. How did we make that decision and that determination is what I'm getting at. And that is the $64 million question. (laughs) (laughs) But we did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's what you listen to. You know, at some point, I doubt anybody really sat there with a checklist and started adding up the pluses and minuses and, multiplying times two and carrying out the 20-year cycle to see if the probability be in your favor, that checklist is gone. You start looking at, man, uh, I, I really, uh, you, you, what you start looking at is what would happen if you let this one get away? 
Mm. You know, I, I remember that that um, I want to be Mr. Isolation. It disappeared in one night because, you know, I was hanging with my wife, you know, friend at the time. You know, we watched movies or whatever, but, you know, I never really, we wasn't kissing. We were nothing intimate, just hanging out because that was my motto. I'm single and I have dinner dates. Right. But then right. with some other guy, I came over. He was uh, from our church. You know, he was just coming out to hang, but he wasn't interested, you know, in my wife. And um, a friend of Tom, and he was over there. Well, the Mufasa Leo male showed up and meet him. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? How you doing? You know, and all of a sudden, I'm thinking, also, who is this dude? I started having that feeling like, you know, what what if? What, what if? And uh, you start really weighing out and playing the war of attrition with yourself on what's really important. Or are you creating things of importance that really aren't? They don't have any roots. And you can only answer those questions yourself. Because at some point, you'll know when you got something. You you don't know exactly what you got. You know, I didn't know exactly. I I couldn't see seven years later what I would have now. Because, like, I can't tell five years from now what I got. But I knew I had something in seed form that if I simply stayed myself and, you know, stayed isolation, I would be missing out on something. And that was enough for me to want to get away from i never seen marriage. I don't know how it works. I don't care about it, too. I need, and I really feel passionate enough to try. Not just try, but get all into it and really work this thing out and love as we go. Wow. Wow. I'm sitting here listening to that, right? Then I'm listening to Rodney's question, and I'm thinking about back to my first marriage. I had two children with my first wife, and um, my action, my focus, everything was different. And I was trying to stay married, obviously, but it just wasn't as it. It wasn't as important. What I mean by that is I wasn't willing to do everything that I could possibly do to stay in that marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 it's funny because asking the question that I just asked, I don't think that I ever at any point that thought that she was a gift from God. <laughs> which may be which may be a horrible thing to say and, and please forgive me. If it if it's coming across that way, I'm not trying to make it come across that way. I'm just saying, at that particular time, I don't think that I thought that way about that marriage. And I, I feel what you're saying, and, and apology accepted. And I want to ask you a question. Sure. Regarding your first marriage, would you say that you were an imperfect husband? Or the wrong husband? Um, I would say both. And the reason why I would say both is because I was definitely imperfect. No right. explanation needed there. 
Um, but the wrong husband, because I'm pretty sure that she was looking for someone to be her everything. And what I mean by be her everything is to do everything possible to make the marriage work. And I just wasn't that guy. So fast forward to now, you know, now I've got this woman that I know God gave. And the things that I do to keep my marriage, right, is a 360-degree change. It's like there's nothing that I won't do. Looking back now, do you think that your first marriage now was a gift from God that you just didn't appreciate or you didn't cultivate correctly? Wow. I, 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 I don't. I don't. I'm happy to sit up at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. It's a great question, but I, I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, you know, my children were, I think, 12 years old. My oldest one was probably 12. Before I even married her. I mean, maybe eight or nine, but they were old. It wasn't, you know, and it was like, you know, okay, we got these kids together. It, it, it took a long time for me to even get married after the kids. You see what I'm saying? So there's a there's a there's a disconnect even at that point. You know, so it, it wasn't never it, it. I wanted to make it fit, but it never was a good fit. That's why there was so much turmoil. You, you you follow me? So uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it just it, I was trying to make something out of a situation that I was already presently in. I was trying to make the best of it, you know. But my heart wasn't right. My mind wasn't right. My heart wasn't right, and my spirit wasn't right. Do you think hers was? I think that it it was, but I think that her biggest fight was me. You know, out of all the all the things that she had to deal with, I think that my mind and spirit's not right. So that was one of her biggest battles trying to conquer. You know what I'm saying? It had come to a point where she was like, well, I can't win. Mm-hmm. Well, what about what about now? You know, that that's a past relationship and that that marriage is dissolved and you know, new marriage. I mean, what what's different now? I think that um, it's something that I want and not by default. Hmm. Something that 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 I want, not because we have children, because we don't. So it's just you know, it's it's she came at a time. She came at a perfect time, to be honest with you. But she came. Uh, um, with with everything I was looking for, and then when it was time for me to make the transformation, you know what I'm saying? She made the transformation with me, and what I mean by that is to become born again. So, you know, I believe that he actually sent me this gift at a time when I didn't think I was worthy of even having it. Because of the way my first marriage was mm. Would you say that she came at the perfect time or the right time? I, I know what you're going to do. 
I don't know, brother. I mean, you know. <laughs> Maybe it was both. It could have been. Look, look. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably both. It was definitely both. I'm, I, I will say perfect timing. Mm-hmm. I will say perfect timing because you know the ink wasn't even dry yet. <laughs> and there she is. And the, yeah, and there it was. And again, I wasn't worthy. You don't say that. And I'm still not. Mm. I mean, it is what it is. But 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 I'm not gonna get caught with my pants down. I'm not gonna be <laughs> caught unprepared. Would you would you say that 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 this marriage is easier? Um, no. <laughs> no really? Wow, that's interesting. No, she's definitely an easier person to be with, yes. But I'm not going to say that it's easier because I'm doing things now that I've never done before. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I'm doing things that I've never done. One of them is being faithful. Wow. So that in itself is huge. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Coming from... You know, uh, uh, a place where 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 infidelity was cool. That was just the thing that you do. I was talking to my brother about it the other night. It's just the thing that you know we did. Mm-hmm. Two, that is out of the question. You know what I mean? And then my focus is different now. My focus isn't is she gonna be upset with certain things that I do, but now is is God gonna be upset because He's given me this gift? And what am I gonna do? Am I gonna squander it, or am I gonna? Yo, well, am I going to treasure this gift that he's given me? Mm-hmm. And is that you say God gave you this gift because when God gives you gifts, he also knows what you can handle versus what you think you can handle. And, you know, for you said that um, faithfulness was an issue previously. Yes. Well, you know, I'm sure you probably got tested somewhere along the lines with your second marriage. About yeah. faithfulness, you know, not knowing that, you know, you said that your second wife brought you, you, you both um, became born again Christians. Yeah. Right. So then, at some point, and, and this, yeah, this is for a lot of other people, man. I think that think that these things don't happen once you become a Christian. Were you tested in your faithfulness after you became a Christian? Um. When I when you say. Now you say tested. Now, mm-hmm. um, it's not. I could say it's a loaded question, but it's really not in this certain. I've never had the desire to be with another woman. Now that I've been with my second wife, and it, it's it's not a. The taste has been taken away from me. Mm-hmm. It's easier to be faithful. Exactly. So when you say, I mean. It would have to be. I haven't been tested to the point where somebody said, "Hey, it's on, and nobody'll know." Let's get the, let's get it in. Mm. I haven't put myself in that position. I haven't gotten close enough to any woman for that conversation to even happen. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. if, if 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 turning if turning the my head to the right while I'm outside and I see something fat to death. That's probably that's probably as far as it goes. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? For me being tested. That's probably as far as it went. No, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But but can I drop eleven o'clock monkey wrench on what you're saying there? Yeah. Make it happen. Because you said it's easier to be faithful this time around. Yes. I'm going to frame this, but I'm going to go ahead and try. Spit it out. Your your wife is the, the right wife. We know she's imperfect, but mm-hmm. her imperfections you deal you know you deal with some of them you you can handle, and others you just like that's just her. It is what it is. But what if, God forbid, she's the right wife today, but tomorrow? She's in a car accident, or she gets a cancer diagnosis, and she becomes almost, in a sense, and I don't mean to use this, in the, in the, in, in, and again, God forbid, but in a sense, damaged goods. You know, with this perfect, this right woman, now she's mangled, where you have to, she's incapacitated from the neck down, or, you know, she's given a cancer diagnosis, and she's got X amount of time to live. Mm-hmm. But this was your, this was the, the, this was the one. Yeah. This was yeah. the right wife. But tomorrow, that changes. How, how does it change? How does mm. any ailment make her not the right wife? How does any mm. car accident make her not the right wife? Mm. Talk oh. about it. I'm just a little lost. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, brother. I mean, it's it's a done deal now. Right. It's a done deal. It's no, there's no, there's no. <laughs> oh, okay, you know, or you 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 hobbling. Mm. We done. Ooh. Now we are gonna hobble together. We are gonna hobble together. See, that's the brother said earlier. He ain't gonna give you more than you can handle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I'm in it to win it. You know, and for me, it feels good to be in it to win it because I've never been in it to win it. Mm-hmm. So some guys have been in it to win it since the beginning of life. Patrice, he's in it. I mean, you and you, Rodney, y'all been in it to win I've never, this is the first time ever I've been in it to win it. Oh, mm-hmm. man. You're right. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I... So for me, it's a personal victory to be in this situation. You know, I mean, when you talk about being faithful for the first time, to me, it's it's like being sober for the first time. You ever talk to a crackhead? <laughs> That's sober. <laughs> I mean, somebody's an alcoholic that they ain't had a drink in seven years. Yeah, and they to the day. Yeah. To the day. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? And not only do they not have a, but now they got a better life to boot. Come on, man. Yeah. Again, right, if, when you say that, you know, not you, but somebody says that, you know, the, the marriage has changed now in the situation, you know, love you, but I'm not in love with you. What you're really doing is you're expressing where your depth in the relationship stops. Yeah. That's what you're really expressing. When, if, if you stop and because it's loose skin and, you know, not as perky, that's where your relationship, that's where your root stops at. If it's because... Now the person, you know, had a, a injury to the leg or, you know, they had a stroke. That's where your death stopped at. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you find how deep your roots go when you keep striking down in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, 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 Rodney, the biggest strength that any of us can have in any relationship is to not focus on the person that you're married to first. The relationship that you have with your wife is based on solely on the relationship that you have with your wife. You ain't going to make it. Now you have nobody to answer to but your wife. But when you throw that higher authority in there, you know what I mean? Like your father's looking over him. It's like, okay, now, you know, you got to do what I'm telling you to do. That's how this thing going to work. You mess up. You don't have to answer her. You're going to have to answer to me. And that's mm-hmm. how I look at it. I have to look at it that way, and that's what keeps me grounded. So mm-hmm. he's going to say, okay, now this woman that I gave you, right, <laughs> has got an illness. How are you going to handle it? Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if my faith is in him, he can fix the illness. Mm-hmm. He can, he can, you know what I'm saying? He can flip that thing around. He can make a, mm-hmm. he can make mm-hmm. a positive test result come back negative. You see, but if I don't have him first, then I'm liable to do anything. So what you're saying, it sounds like, is the wife is submissive to you as you are submissive and obedient to God? Yes. That's what the Bible right. says, man. And, but, but, see, but see, for me, and some people just, and, and again, I'm not saying this for the sake of this call. I'm saying this for the sake of, because that's what, that's, what, that's what saves my life. Because I've been that guy to be out there, you know what I'm saying, and just run a while. And with 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 the ring or on my finger or in my pocket, it didn't matter. You see what I'm saying? So now I have to have a cushion. I have to have, you know, just to keep me grounded. Because I know what I'm capable of. Or what I was capable of. Mm-hmm. Good work. Let me let me uh, ask this. I'm gonna throw this back out there, going backwards to to uh, oh, my last question. Do you uh, do we know that this woman was for us, or did we have faith that God knew? Hmm. Hmm. That's something like we, we hear all the time, or maybe even say all the time. No, I know that this woman was for me. I know that God sent her to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do we really know that, or are we? do we actually have – all we have is faith that God knows? Initially, I think you know, because you – you if it's really – if you was going off 100% faith – then you just go on Match.com and don't look up no photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Seriously, like you just hey, hey, this sounds great. I think we should just meet at the church, and on three we'll take our blindfolds off and see what we got. You're going to go off of something because God gives you senses. Gives you eyes, takes sense. You're going to go off of things that appeal to your senses. Those things draw you in. But what you can't see are the things that don't appeal to your senses but appeal to your spirit. Mm. You can't tell things spiritual using your sensory. So you start off with, oh, I like how she is, and 
conversation to have. And she was a really good conversationalist. And, you know, these things, and yeah, maybe she don't clean as well as her mama does. And, yeah, her brownies taste like licorice popsicles. But, you know, we can get over this. And then, you know, these four or five years into the marriage, you know, left and right turns happening. And all of a sudden, like, man, did I marry the right person? Oh, my God, I can't believe this. And then it's through circumstances that you learn something else about the person. You know, it's, it's, I've been there where finances ran tight and had to have the power cut off for three or four days. I've been there. And you learn something about the person in the huddle with you. You know, you're making sandwiches, going to Safeway, you know, knocking it out during the summertime. You, you learn something about yourself. You learn something about your partner. Now it's something deeper. You, you, you can't put that into a contract at the uh, marriage table. That's something you learn. You learn something when somebody's, one of the spouse's parents died. You, you so, learn something. So going back to the, the question, because you make a, a very good point in saying that you learn something. Therefore, let me just ask the question one more time. Do we know that that woman is the one for us when we meet her or when we decide we're going to get married, or are we just having faith that God knows? Well, I think that um, you know, but you got to have faith that God knows. Mm-hmm. I think, but you, I think you're you, learning, right? Yeah. So, I mean, in 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 your spiritual growth, and along with your 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 marriage growth. You're 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 hoping that this lady follows you as you follow God. But if you yourself ain't together, but you know when you when when you're spiritually right with God, you would know. I think I'm not not disagreeing with you. All I'm all I'm going to say is what uh, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just I'm just putting up the the, uh, healthy debate on the table. That uh, if we, how can we know everything? Because if we say if we say we know, then we're not learning. Exactly. And 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 I think that during that point, now this is we're this is reference to before we're married, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And I think that before we're married, you have to be at a certain place spiritually to even ask yourself that question. Because mm-hmm. there's so many outside emotions going on. The physical, the representative, the 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 the, the dating, the lovey doveys, the long night comes. There's too much confusion. There's a lot of confusion going on or smoke screens that make you really stop to think about the facts of that question mm-hmm. that you just asked. Is this something that God ordained or not, or do I, or 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 or, or, or am I just going to hope that it is? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it's more so at that point you hope it is because you're going forward with it anyway. Right. You know, we get our eyes set on something that, especially somebody we're going to marry, and there's nothing going to get in the way of that. Right. You know, there was a brother on the you know on, on the chat line that said he's a Christian and his his wife is an atheist. It is what it is, but guess what? They still got married. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? So at some point he had to say, well, is God going to, you know, ordain this marriage? <laughs> you, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But he still got married. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, because to to know everything that we need and like, I mean, we don't even know what we need right now. Right. You don't know what you're going to need. You don't, you don't know what you're going to need. Um, so... So there, and and then you don't, you don't, you don't know what you're gonna be like in two days, three days, tomorrow, yeah. if tomorrow comes. So there's no way you can know what she's gonna be like, mm-hmm. especially on, on first impression or six months or a year or two years of dating or whatever. You 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 never know because we all change day by day, slowly but surely. Some of us fast, whatever, but. We we change our likes change our dislikes change our you know our hobbies change et cetera our jobs change whatever uh, and hopefully our, our relationship evolves with God and with others uh, over the course of time so there's no way we can say we know because we don't know us let alone know her yeah but so we I I think we we have faith that uh, our God knows. Everything uh, that, that he's omniscient, uh, he knows everything that needs to be known, and we trust him. Now that isn't to say that uh, we don't hear him, and so we know based on our faith. I guess we could say that um, that this person is for us if we heard that from God, if we believe we heard that from God. But yeah, I think ultimately we, we I hear that a lot, and that's the only reason why I just kind of brought that up. And then something that Tony said is kind of jarred that made that question come up but whether or not we we know that this is the woman for us or we have faith in God. and to be honest I think I gotcha it, it also was very arrogant I think for us to say that we know versus we have faith that God knows yes mm. yes but what about her mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know did she marry the perfect husband or the right husband Hmm. Hmm. And 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 the well, crazy that was part the question of the night. That is the question of the night. And the crazy mm-hmm. part to that is, the jury's still out. Mm-hmm. If she's the right woman, she married the right man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No. 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 You're right. But he said, does she know? Yeah, she right, knows right, that right, you. Right, right, right. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? She may not yeah. have had the epiphany. She may have still right. said, well, you know, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're not Denzel, but, mm. <laughs> you I know, but you, you're, yeah, I can work with him. <laughs> you know, That's you know. it. <laughs> I think you know, when you say I married the right person, and experience in life will show you circumstances which will help you to have a testimony about why this person was perfected for me. Yeah. Mhm. 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 You know, I think you know also that you know that you know that she married the right person is when she keeps encouraging you and, and battering you. You're you know you're still growing. Y'all mm-hmm. both still want each other. When when you look at each other in the morning, you still want each other. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be that that eighty that ninety year old guy who's driving in the car two miles per hour with the wife sitting on the right hand side. 
No, I think that's where we all are trying to be. Okay. Well, sure. D- does, well, she, does she fulfill the role? Do we fulfill the role? I think that's what makes us the right anyone, yeah. whether that's the mm-hmm. right husband or the right wife. Do we fulfill the role within our own relationship? Not do we fill a husband's role or do we fill a wife's role, but do we fill that role in our relationship? All of us are, are capable of being good husbands. Yeah. Uh, you know, but are we are we being the right husband in our relationship? Now, once you've already went down the aisle and you got married, you know, you can you can. Some might say, "Well, no, we we just ain't right for each other." Well, by then it's a little too late. You gotta get right. Get yeah, right. <laughs> now, now you gotta get right. How do I, gotta get on? Gotta get on the call on Tuesday night because now I gotta get right. Yeah, I don't have an option to just say, "Yeah, no, I, no, I don't think we're the right one for each other." You can't wing it. You can't wing it exactly. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Patrice, um, I think that what you just talked about is is a reward. In life, mm-hmm. I think that that eighty-year-old, seventy-five-year-old couple riding down the street, retired in their convertible, going to have a lunch or whatever they're going to do, I think that that is is a reward, and I think that you get you achieve that from doing everything that you possibly can do to keep mm-hmm. that person wanting to be with you. That's your ROI. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing less and less today, and this is why this part, this this call is important, because we're seeing less and less today, the 50-year anniversaries. Oh, yeah. We're, we're seeing less of the 25-year anniversaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, anniversary. anniversary. That's right. Yeah. And we got to figure out how do we get back there. And it all deals with, did you marry the right wife? That's the only way you're going to get there. And just like everybody says, you know, it, it, it all comes back to are you following the, the God book? Are you, you know, are you loving God as he loved the church, whereas your wife is now loving you as, as, as you love God? If we're following that process, I think we're on the right road. I think that's the right, right question. I don't think that's the right question. You don't? I don't. Um, and, well, let me why. and let me tell you why. Uh, when you say, "Did you, did we marry the right wife?" Isn't the thing that's going to get you to seventy-five years with this woman? It's gonna work. If, I hope so. No, I think if 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 she married the right husband, is that's the thing that's going to get you to seventy-five, eighty years? Mm. Well, I why I say that is because it's not on. The wife that you marry has got nothing to do with her at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's you the head. You follow what I'm saying? Are you the yep. right husband? Got you it. know, to anchor that ship and to keep that ship afloat for 75, 80 years. Because that's what she's looking for. She's looking for you to be that husband. She could be perfect, but if you're some garbage, y'all ain't going to make it. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of the day, it all comes back down to the man. It always does, man. It always does. I tell guys all the time, don't blame me, thank God. If you want to blame somebody, he made you a man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. It's what it is. You know?
know, it comes with the territory, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. You're looking for the perfect wife. You may have a perfect wife, but you may not be able to handle that perfect wife. Mm-hmm. And then she go out and find a perfect husband. And yep. be, be 75 years in a convertible. <laughs> going to lunch. <laughs> All right. And it might be your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Oh, man, don't say that. Like me and the perfect husband, I'm gonna have to find me the perfect net and the perfect swing on the perfect man put him out of the perfect picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, you know. Well well Tom, I I'm I'm through. I think you ended it. That's good. Well I didn't mean to end your call, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean I mean that was perfect ending. That was a perfect ending. Mm-hmm. That was the perfect ending. And does anybody uh, want to add on to that? No, sir. That Can't, do Can't do it. Can't do it. Well, um, before I cut it off, I just want to say thank you again. We had a big show tonight. It was great. Yep. It yep. came right off to of one of the best weekends of our our uh, career, uh, our vision or Tony's vision, our where he wants this, our vision where we want this thing to go. If you weren't there on Sunday, we did a talk show live, which we're going to try to stream out and get it. We're getting this in the editing stage, and we're going to put that thing out so everybody can see it. Um, hopefully we can do some more, and we have some suggestions, and we're, we're ready to take it on the road. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, we want to take this thing and give this thing some wheels. So if you want us to come to a city near you, talk to us, go to online, talk to us, and, and we'll set it up. But um, who has next week? Tony, you next week? You got the I topic yet? I am not. Roddy, what's that topic? Uh, your, your topic is how my mother helped pick my wife. Yeah, how my mother Ooh. helped pick my wife. That's the topic for next week. That's a good one. <laughs> yes, indeed. And, 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 just, and, just, and, just, and just a little uh, info on that. We talk about... Uh, as men, we always talk about what our fathers did and didn't do. We talk about the relationships that we have with our fathers. And, you know, the some of us blame a lot on our fathers. But very rarely do we talk about the relationships and what mom's role was. Mm. You know, so next week's going to be pretty deep. Ooh. Well, with that said, I'm going to end the call, and then we're going to go into open mic. For folks that don't know what open mic is, that's when you can just speak freely without on the recording and handle your business. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.